good afternoon everyone this is when this recording is taking place i am trying to work on my camera angle so eventually i'll get it set up to where it can look like i'm actually staring at you <laughs> through the screen instead of off to the side we'll eventually get it set up correctly however we're not going to say too long on that topic today i want to talk about how to create and maintain healthy boundaries and this is something that those of us that have been around narcissists have been around family members that are very controlling or friends that are very controlling and those of us that can be naturally submissive and I'm not talking about in a bad way or in another way that some people know of. I'm just talking about creating and maintaining healthy boundaries as an important aspect of self-care and what we can do to help you establish and maintain that healthy relationships with others. And like we did on the last podcast, I will go through talk about those healthy boundaries, how to create them, and then I'm going to throw in my own little story about how I created my boundaries. And I am going to say from the get-go, creating boundaries is not easy. It's not something that is going to be done in five minutes a day or less. It's just not. And that's something that I really want to be honest with you about because we need to know how to maintain those healthy relationships. And I'm gonna give you a few ways, specifically eight different ways that you can use to create and maintain healthy boundaries. Number one is know your limits. And this is important. Take time to understand your own needs and values and what you are comfortable and not comfortable with. This is something that, that many people struggle with when it comes to boundaries and communicating them. And that's what number two is going to be about is communicate your boundaries clearly. Be assertive in communicating your boundaries to others, whether in your personal or professional life. Now, number two can really get me off on a tangent, big time, on the personal level and on the professional level. I have a friend that is currently going through the professional level of communicating their boundaries and to say the least, this turned into a shit show. And that is what narcissistic people hate the most is when you communicate your boundaries and you're being assertive. They don't like it when people are assertive. That turns them into a raging maniac to some. And I'm not going to say all narcissists do this. So, because I'm not going to generalize. Because that's the last thing that we want to do to people and that's the last thing we want to 
say everybody that's blah is this. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying it can turn some people like really quickly because now you're no longer ketoing to what they want, to what they need. And to build on that, number three, be consistent. Once you establish a boundary, it's important to consistently enforce it. Because if you don't enforce it, just like when we have kids, if we don't enforce those boundaries consistently, guess what they're going to do? They're going to push it to see if they can get a file with it. And that's the same thing with adults. We're going to continue to push that envelope just to see if we can get by with things, to see if you're going to say, well, no, just this time. Or I'll let you do it this time. Or I'll say yes this time. Which leads into number four. Learn to say no. Saying no teaches others that you are maintaining a healthy boundary. It also can make you uncomfortable that you don't want to do it. But you're going to do it. You're going to say that no. And I know I'm giving a command here when I'm saying you're going to. Sometimes setting those boundaries is establishing to say no. And that's part of being assertive. Number five is really important is setting boundaries with technology. It's important to set boundaries for how you use technology, such as not checking email after a certain hour or not responding to texts or messages immediately. It's also important to set boundaries with technology when it comes to seeing whether other people are at. This is a slippery slope with technology. Because although it can be an awesome thing when you have kids, you can keep track of where they're at. It becomes creepy when you're an adult and you have somebody constantly tracking you with technology. That's where you set that boundary. Sometimes those that are using those apps and they coded or sugarcoated as, well, we're concerned about you or things like that. That's where you set that boundary. Maybe you have it on for a certain amount of time or maybe you have it on when you're going to go meet somebody you don't normally meet. Like, for example, I use a map service that tracks where I have been. And it's usually I have it on whenever I'm driving. And the main reason is, is it just in case something happens or if I get an accident, then my loved ones, specifically my spouse, knows where I have been and knows where they can start looking if something happens. And a lot of people can say that that's morbid, but shout out to morbid podcasts. Um, because listening to true crime, you just, you just don't know. So I'm not going to get off on a tangent here, um, the creating boundaries there, the technology thing can be a slippery slope. 
and I want to know, I want you to know that you can set a healthy boundary with technology. Number six, learn to set boundaries with what's important at the time or with time, such as not overworking yourself and not being available 24 seven. And this goes back to technology. We have access to our emails with remote work. Some other remote workers say that, you know, I don't feel like that I'm ever off. I have constant access to my emails or I'm constantly hearing the dings or the, the trucks, whatever it is, the different sounds. Turn that stuff off. You can set your time saying, you know, I will no longer respond after 6 p.m. You give yourself that boundary. You give your workplace that boundary. That way you're spending time with your family or you're spending time to just decompress. All the things that are important so that you're not overworking yourself because we're human. We cannot be available 24-7. And if you work in a company that's like that, that says you have to be available 24-7, highly recommend, even in this economy, go find you someplace else to work. Because it's not worth it. It's not going to be worth your sanity. It's not going to be worth your life. Number seven, don't make exceptions. If you make exceptions to your boundaries, which we talked about earlier, it can make it harder to maintain them in the future because they're looking for those loopholes. Be prepared, can't talk today. Be prepared to face consequences. Sometimes setting boundaries may result in negative consequences. Be prepared for that. But don't back down from your boundaries, even if it's uncomfortable. Setting those boundaries is what is going to have you create and maintain a healthy life balance for you. That's part of your self-care. And it's going to be important for you to establish and maintain that. And by doing that, just a reminder, it takes time. It takes practice. It can be difficult, but with time and perseverance, it can become easier. So I want to talk about my experience in setting boundaries. I came from a family that as a child, there was a lot of secrets hidden. There were a lot of things hidden from us as children, which granted a lot of that stuff should be hidden from children. There was a lot of conversations that were had as as an adult that still blew my mind. But I was aware enough as an adult to really see the manila I can't talk <laughs> to see how manipulated we were from all sides. And when I set that boundary to no longer be manipulated, you should have seen the things that came out of the woodwork from people that I was setting those boundaries with. 
I lost contact. Technically, I uncontacted them because I was no longer willing to put up with the manipulation. And I was setting that boundary. And if they could not honor that boundary, I cut off ties. Sometimes that is difficult. Especially when they have such a strong hold on you and they shaped how your life began in so many ways. And I'm not going to say all of my childhood was bad because that would be an untruth. And I'm not about, you know, sugarcoating certain things. But I'm also not saying that my whole childhood was crap. Because that would be untrue. And there were some good moments. Some very good moments in my childhood. And I felt protected. I felt loved. And I was able to, as an adult now, working through my stuff and working through the trauma, that I was able to see their adult trauma. I was able to see how they weren't able to cope with certain things, how they did cope with certain things, how that perpetuated the generational patterns that I speak about breaking so much. And this is where that stops with us. It stops with us by changing those behaviors. And by changing those behaviors is by setting healthy boundaries and maintaining those boundaries. Whether it be uncontacting people, whether it be setting those boundaries and saying this is what my expectations are, in a loving manner and being assertive. Now, when it comes to professional setting boundaries, this is where it can get even stickier because for some, especially for women, it is harder because we have been brought up in the feminist movement that says we could have it all. And ladies, I'm going to tell you something. A lot of the times, it's not worth having it all. And I'm going to tell you why. Because I set up, that is part of setting those boundaries. It is not worth trying to juggle everything on your own just because you said or heard it could be done. I have a sneaky suspicion this is why a lot of us, including myself, have anxiety, have been on Lexapro, a lot of different things because we've been told we could have it all and we can do it all and we can be it all. We're human. You cannot do it all and be it all because we're continuously pouring from an empty cup. You cannot continue to pour from an empty cup. Because guess what? Sooner or later, not even a drop will come out of that empty cup. It will be completely dry. And until we sit down and create those boundaries and say enough is enough, I know I can't do it all, and I know I need help, then that's when you can start balancing 
your life. And you do that by being assertive and communicating your boundaries to others and being consistent. Those are the two biggest things is communicate and be consistent and knowing your limits, knowing what you're comfortable with saying yes to, knowing what you're not comfortable with and saying no, saying not at this time. And it may not mean that you're saying no forever. It may be, no, it's just not right for me at this time. So, with that being said, remember, create, maintain, and don't give up. Be prepared, and once you are, you will see how much easier your life will become, and maybe just pay back some of what's missing from you. You are loved, you are the beacon of hope, and you're unstoppable. Bye.